Hey, everybody, it's Sports Without Balls. I mean, right? Because you hit play. It's Erin Foley. I'm your host. Uh, this is episode 57. She's one of my all time favorite guests on the program. Please welcome Trish Sir. Thank you. Thank you, Ma. Trish just came from the dentist's office, and I am sm- <laughs> I have a small I haven't slept, so this is going to be the best episode ever. Amazing between my um yeah my numbed mouth where God knows words won't come out in English. We'll make it happen. It's We're gonna, gonna make it happen. it's gonna your your jaw is frozen. Uh-huh. I had some gin and tonics and I was up doing work till probably four, and I got up at quarter of eight. Dear God, uh, <laughs> it's all going to come together. We're going to make magic. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> There's so much to talk about in sports. Let's let's kick it off with our favorite story. Miss Monet. Miss Monet. Monet Davis. I referenced her a couple weeks ago. We're smack in the middle of this the of the it. Little League World Championship. She she this is going to actually come out uh, uh, tomorrow, but she's playing in, in, in uh, she's pitching yep. in a couple of hours against Nevada, which is known for its hitting, known and for its hitting, known for its pitching. So this is what's going to be great about this is it's an absolute duel. And I love when it gets mm-hmm. dual nerdy. Like, it's just, I watched all the, you know, I watched all the hype, the smackdown this morning on SportsCenter. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with the fact that these kids don't care that it's boy-girl. They're oh. just like, she's a rock star. Uh, whoever else is a rock star, great. They don't care. It's just like, this is how we play sports. And I find it so fascinating that we all make a big deal about yeah. it. But they could give a rat's foot. They're like, who gives it? Just It's amazing. Yeah. These comments by her, like the fellow uh, teammates are like, yeah, it's Monet. Yeah, she's pitching. Like, who cares? Well, and it, her, when she, she's getting all the accolades, I mean, on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 12, good night. Where are you going to go from here? Don't pull a Capriati. Please don't pull a Capriati. Just saying. Um, but she she's amazing and says. She's 13. Uh, but just turned 13 she she's 13 years old and the reason why we know this is because sitting to the left of me uh, uh carol yes. carol's gone i mean not permanently nobody panic no. uh she uh t- she joined a book club as you know she's gotten sober and she's really into the books she joined a book club and they have a sabbatical to the um himalayas Himalayan <laughs> library of the Himalayas. And uh, so she's like part vacation and then, you know, getting right in there with uh, books about Himalayas. So uh, my fantastic, there's a re- replacement. Leslie Roberts, everybody. Woo! Let's give her a round of applause. Yeah. Leslie Roberts just uh, held up a, a letter, a, a piece of paper that said 13. This is my great, this is so fun. Trisha, you're like my favorite guest. And Leslie's doing at the Epic. moment fact checking. We have a real fact checker. This is bizarre. We're going to uh, actually tell the truth we're today. Gonna, oh, my God. I'm going to be like, wait, what was that player? And it's going to be like, boom, there's a player. I love it. Monet Davis. Love Monet. We're excited to see your pitch tonight. Very um, exciting. Here's what I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble relaxing uh, during these games. Mm-hmm. I feel very protective of her. Mm-hmm. I watched her pitch um, in the final round to get to the World Series. Lights out. It was like a 2-3 hitter. Then I watched her pitch the first round. I'm trying to think who they who they played the first round. Is that Tennessee? It might have been Tennessee. I might be making that up. And uh, lights out. And yeah. I was I was like I couldn't relax at all. And then Sunday she didn't pitch, and I just was like, where is she on the field? They have to win. They're down by two. Yeah. Bottom of the six, which is bottom of the ninth for uh, professional. Leaders. Bottom of the six, down by two, and I'm thinking. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, they have to win. All of a sudden, I'm like the biggest, like, tawny, tainy dragon fan from Philly. I don't cheer anything about that. I have no allegiance to Philly whatsoever. None of us do. And now I wake up eating, breathing, and sleeping uh, the dragons <laughs> from Philly. And uh, they rally two outs. They rally, and they win with the go-ahead run in the bottom of the six. Everyone's screaming and yelling. It was the greatest thing ever. It was. It, what's so awesome is how they play as a team, yeah. these kids. Like, they are dialed in. They're dialed, dialed in. Dialed in. I was like, I wouldn't want to meet them. Yeah. They might want to give a pep talk to the Dodgers. They should give a pep. They should give a pep talk to my freaking Yankees. Yeah. By the way, let me just. I know we all know this. If you're a, a fan of the show, which everybody in America should be, it, 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 I go into tangents, and I'm going to go right back to Monet Davis. But I'm going to take this 30 seconds to say I am writing an open letter of how much I am so I am so angry. Uh, I'm so angry at Jay Z. I can't even tell you. The dude starts a sports 
you know, the Rock Sports Nation or whatever it's called, his sports agency, yes. takes my second baseman, puts him in Seattle. You're a diehard Yankees fan, and you send uh, our future Hall of Famer, are the one that really can hit because the rest of the team is in shambles. I've had seven second basemans this year, and now you're stepping out on Be- Be- Beyonce? I almost said Basie. 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 I almost just said Basie. That's, yeah, okay, so allegedly stepping out on Bay, but stepping out on the Yankees might be worse. Stepping, I don't even know because now I'm insanely protective of Beyonce. But we all are. Step, Isn't that weird? You, you're, you're born and raised a New Yorker, and the first thing you do as in a sports agent or whatever you want to call yourself, mm. you're a rapper, easy, Chill. is you take Cano and you send him to Seattle. Guess, guess who's in front of us for the wild card, Jay-Z? The Mariners. I, yeah, I'm, okay. Let's just have a, unfortunately, Jay-Z, everything's business, as we know. Look at the Brooklyn Nets situation. As yeah. He had in that, he, I don't know that he's the sports fan that we wanted. I I would I would rather have a Billy Crystal running a, yeah <laughs> running into a sport a, sports agency. Yeah, but it's all New York, New York, New York, New yeah. York. Uh, t- you know, in your the tipping of the cap and the Jeter respect video, yes. you can do all that. But you send here's what they needed to do with Cano. First of all, hire someone and teach him English, right? Well, because then he'll get like a car and a subway deal, and, and then he'll make up that money. Right? You've got. Well, you've got to back into it instead of handing it off. You realize yeah. that he's the stacked money and he's heavy and who you've got to pay for. But then you start going, well, if he is producing ish and we have yeah. to look to the future, that's what happened. Clearly, and Seattle's got money to burn because they yeah. end up having let me, it let me Let me throw you some names. Can't wait. Brian Roberts, Stephen Drew, Brendan Ryan, Martin Prado, Soriano for a brief. That, that's, that's our second base? That's our second base. We had to make a trade with the Red Sox. We haven't done that since 1997. Jay-Z, your alarm clock goes off and you roll over and you see Beyonce and that's not enough. I'm going to kill you. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) That's just... uh, Your alarm clock goes off. You roll over and see Beyonce and think, hmm, not enough. Snatch that weave on, Heifer. That's what he says. It's okay, babe. We all wake up looking a tragic mess. Oh, (laughs) No way Beyonce has ever looked like a tragic mess ever in her life. No, she's had a couple of beats there where I was like, <laughs> mm, you know what? You took the chance and it's okay because you're Queen Bay, but you don't just, just put a pin in that one. Just, just, you know, because I mean, look, truthfully, Solange looks like Big Bird. We can say it. Oh. We can. It's okay. So she's just one click away from Solange. So if she had a bad morning, she looks like. Yeah, but Jay-Z, I'm sorry. No, Jay-Z looks like Grover. So it's okay. I mean. I know. Don't step out on Bay-Z. Don't step out on Bay-Z. No, he's not uh, stepping. He can't be No, stepping. he can't be stepping out. Step but out. Cano, I'll never, I will never forgive him for trading Robinson, Robinson Cano. And we'll just put, we'll circle right back to sports. Don't anybody worry. Who do you step out on Beyonce with? Like she, that's what got, I'm saying. Where do you go from Beyonce? But, but you've got to be kind of on level, is what I'm saying. Because any other trick in the book is going to be like, hey, with the camera and calling yeah. TMZ. So who is like? Is it like a Rihanna? Like who? Yeah. Who do you? Yeah. Step out on her with. You know what? Um, I don't. Know, I don't really know any of these women personally. I don't. Either. Uh, but not Yankee fans. if you were like Aaron Foley, would you step out on Beyonce? I'd be like. I would I would trap her. I would kidnap her. <laughs> I would kidnap her and I'd bring her to a safe location and I tell you what she'd be mine forever whether she liked it or not. There is no stepping out on Beyonce. Even if would that th- meant you got Solange in the package. I'll take I'll take Solange. I'll put her in the carriage house. I'll lock that door. I can't. <laughs> and all of a sudden she becomes uh what's his name? Chunk from the Goonies. <laughs> Giving her feet her baby Ruths. I mean, I'll put a recording suit in the house. It's not like I'm not going to take care of my lady. <laughs> but will you, will the public ever see her again? No, they won't. I can't. No, they won't. Do you see? I'm so sorry, America. We're going to swizz right back into sports. Swizz right back into swizz. Monet. Dip, dip. We went from Monet. Yeah, from Mon- the Cano. pressure. Let's talk about the pressure I'm under as a Yankee fan. But let's let's also talk about the pressure. Of these kids. Well, she's a class act, so she gets in there. Monet said. She's a class act. They interview her, and they're like, all about her, all about her. You're on the cover of SI. She said, look, uh, this was a team sport. Yeah. I could not even remotely be cool if it wasn't yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you guys calling me out, but I would not be at this level if it wasn't for my team. 
Who says that at 13? Right? I could barely, like, write the letter, like, check yes or no if you like me to a boy. And, yes, I did write my, the letters. I was very forward-thinking. But, you know, you, yes or no. you know, I couldn't barely yeah. get that courage. Yeah. And she's sitting there with, like, a ton of reporters in her face. And yeah. A class act. Class act. It's a act. testament to how she was raised. Yeah. Really. Oh, my God, yeah. And That's, also, we were talking about this before. Well, no, but we weren't recording. Uh, an interview I saw with her. They're always like, you know, well, what do you want to do with sports? And, you know, you know, she's like, well, you know, I don't know, but I'd like to be a WNBA player. And she's like, I'd also like to go to UConn. UConn's my favorite team and looks right in the camera. She's like, so Gino, I just want Gino to know. Gino, she calls out Gino Ariema. She's 13. Right on, right on. I'm going to play for UConn and probably be like an amazing WNBA player if I'm not pitching in the pros. If I'm, which by the way, that's the next like order of business. We have to have a female. We have the knuckleballer from Tampa. She was amazing, that 17-year-old. We also have a couple other women. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago, it was I think her name was, um, can we fact check this, Miss Leslie? I think her name was like, I might have, this might be actually someone else who plays professional sports, but it was like Kayla Ronson or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was R-O-N-C-I-N. She was, the, uh, they didn't make the, her team didn't make the Little League World Series, but she also was a phenomenal uh, female softball player. What's her name? Yeah, Kayla Ronson nailing it with a small hangover and a in a just a weak bad back day. So impressive. Uh, and also the woman from Canada. Uh, we got to look that up. She the there was a one. really great uh, article on ESPNW, which I reference every week because I love that website. It is uh, great. And now they like are fast friends, and it's the only other woman now playing playing in the Little League World Series. And she's got an amazing personality. She's so freaking cute; it's ridiculous. Emma March, no Canadian Emma March, one of the two girls. Play- All right, so shout out to Emma March Go as Emma. well. She's so freaking cute; it's ridiculous. We just don't give as much credit to you, Emma, only because you're not an American, and we like American things. Oh, and I like American and Monet. Oh, American. America, America forever, forever. But we enjoy you. Do I want to blow up Canada? No, nope. but I'll take Emma March out before we blow it up. That's, we will co-sign you. We'll give you a little green card. You can come down here and you can learn our songs and stuff. It'll yeah, and you can play for the University of Texas and be another Cat Osterman. You know there <laughs> is a softball right now, a fast pitch. Let's look this up. A fast pitch tournament starts in a couple days. If I if I wasn't performing in Rhode Island and Connecticut this weekend, You'd be there. check your local listings. Oh yes. I would have gotten in the car. It's like in Alabama or something. Kat Osterman is one of my all-time favorite uh, athletes. Played for University of Texas and one of the, the best Olympic softball pitchers we've ever had. So I'm reading an article and there's a cuz I knew there's a women's uh, fast pitch league. But she, because I thought she was retiring and she was coaching, she came out of retirement and she's playing in the finals somewhere in like Alabama. And here's the, okay, let's just get back to this. It's like National Women's Softball League or something like that. Why does it have to be softball? If we taught women that amazing to pitch, I don't know what you call it, standard. Well, she's doing like crazy, that amazing, like Jenny Finch, you know, uh, she was like the poster child for the, uh, because she's super hot blonde, uh, windmill. Yes, the windmill. Yes. But let's talk about women pitching in, in in, in in the baseball. I don't, my husband and I have this argument quite often. So tell us about what your husband specifically said, and then we'll have some people calling in. Yes, we'll have callers <laughs> carrying on. I have a special line. 310 <laughs> Oh, this is a live. Oh, yeah. Um, so he, he was saying, because I said, I don't understand why this can't be an option to, to young girls. Like, okay, if I want to go be a professional athlete, what are my options? Tennis, yeah. now basketball, thank God. Yeah. Golf. What else we got? Yeah, mm, you can swimmer ish, um, ice skater ish, but yeah. you're not. No one's going. Oh my god, the ice skating playoffs are on. Oh, I've got, the, I've got her jersey. I've got, got her tutu. I can't wait. Got to have her signature skates. No, yeah. no, it's not happening. So baseball. Why can't women be professional yeah. baseball players? We have the ability as female athletes. Of course we do. His, he said that physically the strength of a female pitching consistently, physically couldn't happen because of how we're genetically built which i find like we haven't ran that study yeah you know i'd love sports science to do it like i would love sports science to go and say put a jenny put somebody out there but have them do i know it's not their bag to do you know they couldn't hit jenny finch in like a it was a you know she's only pitching 60 70 but 
you know, it was like windmill. It was some game a couple of years ago and she pitched to like all, and they, the guys were all like super psyched to like hit against her, sure. you know, cause she's also looks like a, Barbie. yeah, that's it. A, uh, uh, you know, it's supermodel. Barbie. And they were, they were whiffing the whole time. Here's the thing about genetics. Like, look at how far we've come like in the last 30, 40 years with these female and male athletes, yes. I mean, their bodies are sick, yes. you know? And if you said like 10 years ago, oh, well, you know, the, the speed of women's basketball is just slower. It's not that ex- take Brittany Griner, yep. who just, uh, will, will, will appear later on in the episode. Um, she's like a tour de force. She's like completely changed the women's game. Candace Parker. I Absolutely. mean, these, these women are like. Also, I went to see a Sparks game two weeks ago. It was Atlanta Dream versus the L.A. Sparks. And there was a Brazilian. Uh, I forgot about her because I remember watching her play um, uh, years ago. Her, her last name is D'Souza. It's something D'Souza. The woman, I, I mean, we'll fact check her stats, but she's like <laughs> seven eight four eighty. The woman's just like, the, her body's insane. Like, she's jacked. She's the she's female so version. Jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so jacked. I'm like... Well, if you're training women from an early age, like if you take a uh, Monet Davis, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you have to be careful of all these men, these boys and girls as, as far as like, you know, they can only, the good thing it was like, I remember watching that little league game last week. It was like, well, you know, she has to wait seven days or whatever to pitch again. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because you know, how many, how many Tommy Johns now are we having? It's an epidemic. It's, it's, it's a, it's well, now it's just common. Yeah. It's just common. Yeah. Which before it was like, oh God, Tommy John surgery. You're never coming back. Now it's like, oh, it's yeah. a tune up. A tune-up? Yeah, a tune-up. What the hell? You've lost, what is it, like 24 months recovery? Look at this fact-checking. Erica D'Souza, 216-pound 6'6". That's good night. She was, oh, it was so fun to watch her. And we'll talk about the WNBA later because the playoffs start tomorrow. And when are we going to merge the WNBA and the NBA together? Hmm? Anybody? That's what I want to know. Truthfully, I want to know when it's just like, she's a badass, she's playing for the Lakers. Yeah. She's, why is it, I don't understand. Because truthfully, when I watch the WNBA, I go, mm-hmm, there's women on here that are playing a lot harder than half the men over here with their shoe car. With their the- Chardonnay. Howard. I love you. Call back to last episode. Trish <laughs> hates Dwight Howard as much as I, I do. She calls him Chardonnay. Chardonnay because he's a whiner. Whiny it's ass. one of my favorite sports moments. God, he's such a whiner. Chardonnay Howard. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Another argument is this. Here's the other argument. Now, when there's the same sport like basketball, yes, I I don't want I I really have no desire to see women play in the NBA. I love the really? WNBA. I love women's basketball. I love how they play. It's a different game. They actually it's play. True. They play with heart. Well, I think it's defense. Still like watching college to me. When you watch the WNBA, yeah. they still play collegiately mind- yeah. in the mindset. And I like women on women. <laughs> hey. Uh oh. Um, but I like. You know what I mean? To me, that's a really good parody. Like, men play over here, women play over here. You're fine with that. Totally fine with that because it's the same sport. But where the argument, I think, can can come in is softball is a radically different game than baseball. True, very true. So when women have to, when I was reading that article about Ronson a couple weeks ago, she's from Jersey. She's really sad. She was like, I'm really getting sad because my baseball days are over. Because there's she no knows. outlet for a woman to play baseball. No. Because now you play softball. Right. Where is that Now the little you? league is over. Now whatever age it is, junior high or whatever, now you're a woman, so you, now you're going to play softball. That's where I have the problem. Yeah, that, well, that's, I agree with you. And that's when I say you should have the option going into high school. If you've learned to play baseball yeah. as a little leaguer, why now all of a sudden do I have to be on a girls softball team? Why can't we just Why? integrate exactly. that all And so hopefully that will, you'll yeah. see a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. Monet Davis, it would be like, a, and Ronson and Emma Mar. it would be a tragedy to see these girls now play. And it even happened to me on like a, little, a small level. When we moved, I was playing fast pitch softball. I was pitching. I had a tire in my backyard that I'd pitch into. I love that. I, I loved it so much. We moved to Rhode Island. We're in, we go into a high school and it's soft pitch. I'd soft pitch, slow pitch. Oh, no. And it ruined it for me. Yeah. Now, there was other high schools that I could have played fast pitch, but my mom obviously chose the academics before the yeah. sports. What's this about? But, it, like, I was like, oh. I mean, I'm, there's a beauty in soft, slow pitch, but I didn't find it. I was like, was oh. It jam? No. It wasn't my thing. But it should be it should be an option. I it, think should it should be an just, option. It, and you and I were having this conversation. You I have said, to be good enough. When, okay, great. When I was little, I said very um, – I looked at sports – as a business, as a little kid. And yeah. I 
my family. Yeah, tell the story. This is great. I came in the house and I said, I want to play a sport I can be a professional in. I was six years old. My family was like, uh... So great. What? You'd be like my dream child. <laughs> well, I was very like, if we're doing this, <laughs> let's do it. What's lucrative? Like I backed into it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I see future earnings. Yeah. <laughs> I see future earnings. <laughs> That's where my brain went. And uh, my uncle, who is just it was still. We never even talked about your uncle at one point, actually. So well, tell, tell him a little bit. My uncle, uh, Brendan Sir, is a former, um, he just retired, is a former uh, coach in the NBA, assistant coach. So he's coached with Chuck Daly under all the Pistons, right? For a long time. Pistons, That's so great. Um, yes, forever. And, and Hubie Brown was his high school basketball coach bananas so amazing i know i can go on and on and on but um he so my uncle i said to him i said what can i be a professional at and at the time there was no wmba because i played i was playing basketball outside and he with my cousins and this is how it all came up and he goes well you could be a professional golfer and i was like mm. he goes in uh, or tennis and i was like oh and i like tennis and i said oh because i move more i'll do tennis yeah tennis sounds great i enjoy chrissy everett she seems to work hard okay Okay. And I, he, he was like, you were so matter of fact, as you walked away as if you were about to go just form a business plan. <laughs> you weren't, you weren't yeah. like, yeah, I'm so into it. Yeah. I learned to love tennis. And then I came back months later after I was like, I can hit this ball. This seems adequate for me. <laughs> such a, I'm such an effing Capricorn. I was like, wait, wait. Uh, so I came back and I said, um, where does one go to learn all of this at like, you know, seven years old now? And they're like, well, you could go to a, an academy, you know, a school yeah. to learn. So I saved money, all birthday money, every, I just saved all money from everybody. If you left money on a table and I did steal somebody's tip once and I apologize. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize. Like, I thought that was just money left over. I got schooled real big and the karma cops got me when I waited tables. So we're all good. If anybody ever <laughs> waits tables, don't worry. The karma cops came for me. Um, and so did my grandmother when she beat my ass for doing it when she found out. But anyway. You didn't know. I had no idea. Now we're back. Um, so I saved a bunch of money and found out where the best place was. And I went to Florida to Nick Boletari's. But that is the best tennis academy. That is literally the the, the grooming of like every major U.S. tennis store and, and foreign players and foreign players for sure. Cause I had no idea. I just was like, I yeah. didn't even know how to keep score. I yeah. legitimately just, I love that. Like you're like tennis and then you go to Nick Voltaire's tennis academy. I wanted to, I, I, I believe in the philosophy because my mother raised me this way. Why yeah. do when you can overdo? So if you're going to do it, the, the, the shit that comes out of her mouth is unbelievable. <laughs> Why do when you can overdo? That's never crossed my mind. <laughs> no, it's to the, ever. Because if you, even if you fail, you've done great yeah that's where I yeah legitimately come from so yeah. anyway um yeah I went to Boletary's and um I went for camp and then ended up getting a, a partial scholarship and ended up being there for school for for a little bit so you were there for like a year I was there for a year um and loved the business of tennis which yeah. I, truthfully had I known sports agents being a sports agent was yeah. an option yeah I would have probably just become a sports agent. So I thank God that they uh, steered me away from that. And, yeah. You know, I've gone well, you could have been like a Jay-Z. and then business of comedy. I'll, I'll do it later. Don't worry. The lucrative, seriously lucrative business of comedy. Last night I got paid in, I think, limes. Yeah, I've gotten paid in drink tickets and Tic Tacs. It's oh, fine. it's ridiculous. It's fine. You want some extra lime in your gin and tonic? It's $5. Really? Oh, okay. Never mind. This is a volunteer opportunity. I'm My fire scurvy. lady? Thanks. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so you go down there for a year. Uh, who's your roommate? Uh, I get there, and um, I get there, and they said, "Listen, we're really sorry because you came in late. We yeah. only have it. There's a family, and they're in condos. We were in condos, so it was two bedroom condos. And um, I get put in with the Sellis family, which is Monica, her Monica dad, Sellis, and her brother Zoltan. One of my all time favorites, uh, and an amazing girl, an amazing like." hardworking, we yeah. were the same age, yeah. um, gangly, poor little thing. She was just not in, built into her body yet. Yeah. But a powerhouse on clay, on hardcore. I mean, that, that girl, She was amazing. Just just a rock star. And um, it was so cool to just be around that, to watch her work ethic. And she had such a passion for tennis, which made me realize I didn't. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I'm meant to do something else in life. And I was all of eighth grade. But she really genuinely loved that game. And yeah. so... 
um, and she was known for her screaming on the Yeah, court. you have to tell this part. Yeah, and so I, people would always go, oh, we don't know what she's saying. It's probably something in her home language. And because she really learned English um, in, in Florida, learned it there, um, she... Which is a travesty <laughs> to learn English in Florida. It, sorry, Florida fans. Sorry, Florida fans. We know. Uh, but she would she, what she says is not me when she hits the ball. Um, that, oh, hey, that it's not me because she really, her dad drilled in her head that it's not going to be you. You're not going to lose. This is not going to happen to you. And so she would just say, it's not me. Mental toughness. On I want to go back. I want to go back and watch this, You'll these films it. because yeah. I want it. Th- that screeching. It sounds like, oh, hey. yeah, yeah, it did. I was just like, <laughs> what is that? And she's saying, while, not me. Not me. I feel like we got like a, like a breaking news you know what i mean I don't know about that. you know it's like 20 years after the fact but i still feel like we're breaking news about monica sellers yeah she was a you know what she, she was the epitome of work ethic to me for a yeah. young i just that has got to be hands down top two three tragedies in sports i totally agree i mean what, what I else could be worse Steffi than Graf that had something to do with that is that horrible maybe it's because she's german i'm sorry Steffi, but i think there's something amiss with that oh my god allegedly i just felt like there was something like in years and years of tennis, has anyone ever rushed a court to stab somebody? Yeah. I mean, in worse it rivalries, so like Yvonne Lindell, you'd expect his fans to maybe do that. <laughs> you know, I Boris actually love Lindell growing up. I did too, yeah. but that's why yeah. we're sitting here going, yeah. I can think of crazier situations yeah. where you're like, oh, he'd stab. But a Steffi Groff, I'm like, something's so, okay. yeah, Something's not right here. <laughs> I can't believe you just implemented stuff. Do you like that? I totally like I could just see her in a dark alley in a trench coat because it was the only person that ever gave her a run for her money. Ever. Sellis had Graf's number, baby. Had her number, baby. The, she the, was, the, the tables were turning. There was a huge shift in tennis. And Steffi did not like it. She was hanging on to the bitter end. Okay, let's go back. Uh, that was a fun little... Uh, by the way, Aside. the U.S. Open's coming up, so it's really... it's uh, and, uh, and, and Nadal just not, pulled out. Yeah, defending oh, champ. Oh, that's going to hurt me. I oh, always no. cheer for him. Okay, let's talk Let's talk baseball. Um, so cheer for Monet Davis. Cheers, cheer for the Philly, the Philly Dragons. Tawny, Taney, I don't know, something Dragons. Sounds like that's right. Uh, I can't wait to uh, watch her the next couple hours. Uh, and now we are in full, we're in full baseball swing. And, and the thing yes. is now it's starting football. Football's starting to already now shadow baseball, which I hate because I this, is, this is like my, you know, this is like, getting into real nitty-gritty awesome baseball time. I almost wish baseball I know we can't start it earlier but I wish it didn't overlap yeah. as hard yeah because it does get lost yeah and this is when it really starts happening yeah um and yeah we're we are this what's exci- well I'm going to the Dodger game tonight so we've got Dodger Padres yeah happening oh you're going to the Dodger game tonight I will be there tonight Leslie know? just flipped around the computer I'm not exactly sure what we're staring at are we doing uh, you're talking about Dodger Stadium Oh, you're talking about games Schedules. today. Schedules. Oh, yeah. Well, here. I wrote the, some stuff down. I love it. If the... And then I want to talk about the, the Lester Price argument. Yes. Um, if the if the leaks... If, if it closed up shop... Today. If right we, now. We had to just shut the rodeo down. We shut the rodeo down. We've got some really... Like, we've got a lot of fun, fresh teams. Do I want the Yankees to be in the playoffs? Of course. Yes, because I just want Jeter to, to have we a couple want. more playoff games, but it's not going to happen. I wish and I'm could. okay with it. I've, 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 I said goodbye. I haven't even seen you. I said goodbye to Jeter. You've got, you went on the Jeter World Tour, didn't you? You went a few I times. I went like four times in New York. I went down to Anaheim. Uh, yeah, I saw him as much as I possibly physically could. And there's a chance I might fly back uh, to New York the last week of September to see him one more time. But uh, we got Orioles, Baltimore Orioles, Kansas City Royals, Anaheim Angels. I hate the Angels. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Sarah Colonna, we apologize. Sarah Colonna, we apologize. That's, that's her jam. I love Sarah. I don't like Sarah. the Angels. Uh, Oakland A's, right there with the Angels, and the Detroit Tigers look, looking in. So those are the wild cards, Detroit and A's right now. But I think the A's will bounce back and take that division. They will. National League, Washington Nationals. Milwaukee Brewers, Dodgers, and on the outside looking in, you got uh, the Cardinals. Ugh, I'm so uh, over them. The Giants, they win all the time. Atlanta and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's only two games out of the wild card in the National League. Are they? Yeah. Here's what I like. Here's the teams I like that I want to see do well. The Kansas City Royals, the Oakland A's, the Milwaukee Brewers. Teams that have not been 
even Baltimore. I'll even give you Baltimore. I like when new teams, real, like, solid baseball teams win. Look at these small markets. Kansas City Royals, Oakland A's, Milwaukee Brewers. Great small market teams. Pittsburgh Pirates, great small market team. There's an article that just came out. You know how much I hate Bud Selig. I, I argue that he's the worst commissioner of any sport in any point in time. I, I would... I'm- uh, Goodell gives him a run for his money. Good, uh, Goodell they, is making some really horrible, horrible decisions. Well, yeah, we have to have, just to put a little sidebar in there, but we'll be back to that. Um, here's what I think about Bud Selig. I can't stand him. He just came out and he said, uh, like, demanding, just so annoyed that the Oakland A's don't have a new stadium. I'd like to get some Oakland A's fans' opinions about that. Now, I know, I'm not saying they don't want a new stadium. But there's why isn't there more charm in these old stadiums? I just went. I was in well, Cleveland. Just went to the Jake. Great stadium. Don't touch that stadium. Don't. It's an amazing stadium. But there, there has been some sewage in the dugouts. I think mm. there's been a lot of flooding in the dugouts of Oakland. Here's okay. Speaking as a Dodger fan, and yeah. I'm newer to baseball. Yeah, my husband was the one that was into it. I was always a basketball girl. Clearly, a Kentuckian. Um, didn't get into baseball until the husband. So Dodger Stadium, original stadium beautiful stadium it's a beautiful stadium but it's old as hell okay when yeah. we first before 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 we got uh you know when the mccourts had it it was literally like being in the pen it was, what was like the first year of dodger stadium 1954 56 54 i might be telling you a bag of lies which That's by the good. way one of the oldest stadiums in the united states besides dodger stadium top three can you guess when you would i didn't guess it either uh wrigley Do- fenway um wrigley fenway dodger st louis Mm. No, number number four, Angel Stadium. Can you believe what? It? I know. Look it up. Pull it up. I said the same. That shit is made of plastic and like I, Mickey ears. I know. I, I, what? I'm the bag of lies. I'm not telling you. Okay, wait. Yeah, pull that up. Grab that fact. Fenway Park, Wrigley, Dodgers, Anaheim, A's, 1966 for the A's, Kansas City. Awesome. I thought they rebuilt that stadium. No, I thought they did too. Uh, Rogers Center, Toronto. Doesn't count. Kidding. Tropicana. So C-League was hemming and hawing because Tropicana, uh, he wanted a new field in Tampa and a new field in A's. Let me just digress for one second. My parents, big Tampa Bay Rays yes, fans. They, yes. You know, yeah, the stadium's a little bit of an eyesore, but. How old is it? What year? Tampa, Tropicana? Which is I mean, nothing. Stop. You don't need a. In the 90s, you don't need a new stadium. Here's why they don't need a new stadium. It's half filled every Boom. game. Boom. There's put butts in seats. Yeah. Put here, here's seats. the problem. Everybody leaves Florida from April to September. It's the truth. My parents have had this discussion time and time again. They're like baseball in the heart of Florida. You lose three quarters of the population. Absolutely. It's not. They need a shiny new stadium. They need to just play at a different time of year. Yeah, you know just, what I mean. Like it's they can not... have the Florida League now. Oakland. I guess what I'm saying about this, it's twofold. One, I just am so nostalgic for old stadiums. I never want a new fancy stadium. I didn't want a new Yankee Stadium. I think most New Yorkers never wanted a new Yankee no, and Stadium. And I understand that it's a it's a it's a monolith. It's like this this shiny. Uh, I want my feet sticking to the floor. I'm not saying Oakland doesn't deserve a new stadium. What I'm saying is. Okay, another point of reference is in Oakland, a, a sports writer brought, brought this up, which I didn't even think about. You know, I love the small ball, small market, like Billy Bean. One of, it's one of the greatest stories in baseball. But he was saying, let's say, I don't know how many seats are in Oakland Stadium. Here we go. I love it. Let's say 40. I'll go 43,000. Okay, so let's say 40s, low 40s, probably maybe mm-hmm. high 30s. If you double that, or let, not double that. Let's so what's the, let's, let's just say 50. 50. Yeah. Think of all the more revenue you can put in Oakland to get more. No, no, sir. No, that's no, that's no, that's no, that's wrong. football. Yeah, that's football. That's football. I was like, that, I was like 63,000. I was 63, like, no 000? way. That sounds like a football stadium. No, because oh, they, they, they put the, the, they have to put the A's in the Coliseum. I'm not saying they don't deserve a new stadium, but it was a good point. Because then you, let's say you double, let's say you double your revenue. You get another, uh, I wrote the number down, another 75 to 100 million a year income. Okay. Uh, think of all the players you can get. 
I, look, I, I, here we go. I agree with that to the degree that what they're trying to do now is make ballparks a destination, much like Petco Park. Yeah. We were talking about that. God, I mean, so I, beautiful. If someone said, you just want to go have dinner at Petco Park? Just, Sweet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, even if you... That's San Diego people for... San Diego. Yeah. I'm sorry. San Diego Padres. And in their outfield, even, for people that... you know, For us in LA, we have the pavilion, which is your um, cheaper seats yeah. out in the outfield. Ours are sweltering hot. Uh, they yeah. give you an all-you-can-eat ticket so you can just get fat on nachos and drink and eat too much so you don't realize you're getting sunburnt and yeah. hot. It's a great idea. But at Petco, they have a beach, a faux beach. Uh, they have a swing set. And, and they've got that the, hill you can, you the, can sit on. The grassy on. knoll and look at Tony Gwynn. I mean, yeah. they thought that park through, and it's in the heart of downtown. I, lo- I took the train and walked there. It was the greatest it's thing ever. The, it's it one of my the, favorite stadiums. Me too, of all time. So what I say is what they're thinking in a place like old Oakland, because San Diego is a small market team. Yeah. They're thinking in Oakland, hey, if we make a destination, if we have just 10,000 people walking around here, let their kids play in a swing set with a fake beach. Yeah. Eating, you know, bratwurst. Yeah. Hey, we're in. I understand that thinking because I believe that of Dodger Stadium as well. Yeah. Um, I think the update to what we're asking for ballparks anymore is you got to make it more of a destination because that ticket's so mother effing expensive. Like, yeah. what's the add value at Dodger Stadium? Y'all sprayed it out white and the bathrooms don't look like I'm going to get stabbed anymore. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm a season yeah. ticket holder, and by the way, y'all cheaped out Magic, and what's the, what are they called? Not Oppenheimer Group. Who has them? The uh, oh yeah, Guggenheim Group. Yeah. Listen, you cheaped out, and we don't get our se- season gift anymore. No longer do you get a ticket holder, a season ticket holder gift. We used to get. You don't even get a lanyard for a the coffee ticket? mug, a seat cushion, rocks glasses. It's a thing of the past, people. That's lame. Nothing. Not even a thanks for being here. Not even a digital Christmas yeah. card. I guess I'm longing for the nostalgia. Like of- right now, right? You've got A's, Royals, Brewers, Brewers. You could throw in Pittsburgh, yep. right? Yep. So you know all these big, shiny new stadiums. All this money, all this money, all this money. Red Sox, Yankees, probably the two t- and Dodgers. Um, they're not even making the playoffs, right? So our Dodgers, are- our Dodgers will make that. Well, no, no, no. The Dodgers, of course, will. <laughs> Dodgers. But what I'm saying is I just long for like, then if you add another, you know, fancy new stadium in Oakland, by the way, they wanted to move it to San Jose and the San Francisco Giants blocked it. No. So it's not like everyone's clamoring for this nostalgia in Oakland for a new stadium. They wanted to go to San Jose. Oh, yeah. Fuck San. I'm sorry. No, you keep it in Oakland. Oakland's Oakland's Brooklyn. Um, it is. It really so is. So then you have all this money and you have a shiny new stadium and then the, the Billy Bean goes out the window and small ball and small market. You know what I mean? Then it's just like another who can pay for that player. There's something so fun about a smaller team working with the farm system and having all these winners, uh, all these winning teams in a small market. And now that's going to be gone? Like, come on. They're going after the bang for the buck. Yeah. And that's what's... So that this is the perfect transition into what I wanted to... Been, I've been asking people on the street, and no one even... No one will make eye contact with me. <laughs> um, John Lester, heart and soul of the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love John Lester. Arguably so, yes. Uh, David Price. <laughs> you just... She just pulled him up. Leslie, you know, can, you can are you, you're beyond efficient. I love it. Can you pull up? I love that you've already pulled up David Price and John Lester. Can you get me a number for the uh, for the uh, seats in Oakland? Uh, Leslie just uh, just just dazzled us on the keyboard. Uh, Oakland A's uh, thirty four thousand seventy seven. Boy, those seventy seven people are just in nosebleeds. Uh, but that's the number. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we got that out for the record. Uh, so John Lester gets traded to the A's. He leaves the Boston Red Sox. This happened a couple weeks ago. Goes to the A's. David Price leaves the Tampa Bay Rays and goes to the Detroit Tigers. Now, on paper, obviously, <laughs> on paper, uh, you know, they make sense, right? The trades make sense. I don't know why Fenway, the Red Sox had a fire sale after winning the World Series, but somehow this has just happened. I, 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 it was so random to me. Yeah, agreed. But here's my point. 
if I'm going to pay, if all of our fan, all these fans, right, are going to pay all this gross amount of money for a ticket, and you're going to trade away our favorite players, we should have some sort of say in it. We should have a say in it. And I, I totally agree. I just, I, I called. I agree. I had to wait 24 hours to call my parents about the David Price trade. And when I spoke to my dad, it was like he had died. It was like David Price had died. He's like, I just, I said, sorry, dad, to hear about David Price. And he's like, it's just that, you know, he loves his dog. And there's this whole thing about there's a section of, in, in the outfield that whenever he has, he throws a strike, it's called the canine section with the whole up a K and it's the face of his dog. He's like, this is what my dad, my dad's like losing his it mind. Was a loss. You know, yeah. It was it a was loss. It was actual loss to the family. It is a loss to the family. My mom gets on the phone, I guess. All we'll have now is like, we just have to really concentrate on our farm club. And, you know, we get a couple young guys coming up. I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. they're just, it's morning. You know, I just think like, what if Kershaw goes? What oh. if Derek Jeter went four well, or five but, years ago? You know, when we, right before the trade deadline. No know. one talks about what the, the us picking up the, the pieces, the, the, pieces yeah. the ashes we are left with as fans. That Kershaw would be the only one I think that would leave the gaping hole. Like we were talking about this because right before the trade deadline, yeah. there's all that talk they're getting rid of Kemp. And I was like, yeah, I'd offload 100, $116 million too for somebody that like Ishii produces. Yeah. Because I mean, we went to the NLCS, NLDS last year without him because yeah. he was injured. Yeah. So said, said that to say Kershaw's the only one that we would feel like. Yeah. We lost somebody and yeah. his contract's up what, in this this year, so we're hoping that. But he's also like so good, and he's like now the face of the Dodgers. Well, and now, well, and there we're. I say we're like I'm part of. You the, can say we're. Okay, I say we're like I'm making any decisions, but we're in a place as a a franchise as a ball club to pay for him. I mean, the yeah. Dodgers have deep pockets, and they will make sure Marshaw. Yeah. Is a Sandy Koufax Jr. Yeah, they will make sure because yeah. they understand and they're doing everything to make him happy. And he is, I mean, as all American baseball as baseball gets. I mean, Monet Davis called him out and was like, "I want to, I want to pitch, I want to like play catch with Clayton Kershaw." No, she did not. And there was a Clayton Kershaw clip where he's like, "Monet Davis, like, great job, and I'm cheering for you." And I don't really know what it means to have like a pitching, like to be called out, like pitching. He's like, "But I'll totally throw with you if you're ever in the area." Like it was adorable. You know that uh, after the World Series, that Sports Center is going to make that magic moment happen. It's going to be amazing, and I'll put it on loop. I don't know. Listen, I know I posed the question. I don't know what the answer is. It just feels like if you're going to rip our heart out and we're paying, we should have some sort of say. It it reminded me of this about a year ago or no, maybe years ago now. Seattle Sounders, right? Drew Carey uh, put some money, like a whole bunch of people bought the Seattle Sounders. And there is a thing where the fans vote in. The, or the coach or the president yes. or whatever. I think maybe yes, the president, president or the GM uh-huh. and they can vote them out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's gotta be like, if you went to maybe, maybe Tampa's not the best case scenario, but let's say you went to Boston fans and you could go to a voting booth or do it online, do it online. App, make an app. Take Lester for these three players or not. Yeah. Lester would, Lester did not want to leave Boston. I would say, I would say you should have a fan ish poll amongst yeah. your fans and i also believe in, and i say this as a season ticket holder yeah if i invest in that stadium because i always tease my husband he's buying dodger stadium two seats at a time <laughs> <laughs> he's forever like this these are good seats I'm like okay we've got them all over the place fine yeah we have them all over the park but the the point is if you're investing in a stadium which means we're investing in the team which means we're investing in the town you should turn to your season ticket holders and at least get the litmus. Yeah. At least ask, who do we want to offload? Because guess what, Ethier, I enjoy you, but I don't enjoy you like that. And your apron day. Rant, rant. Oh. Were, <laughs> I mean, we had leftovers. There was just, an apron day? Uh, yeah, Ethier's apron and day. And Andre Ethier apron day. I mean, you know you're not a good team member when they're like, we'll just give him the Farmer John apron. It's oh, wow. <laughs> you get the apron day. You don't get a bobblehead. You don't get a cooler bag. You, you get, get an, an apron. apron. Mm. Ethier, that tells you something. Yeah. So... I believe there should be something when you invest in a team that there should be some. Yeah. I'm so excited. I hit the mic. There should be some form of communication. Yeah. Now they could, you know, my opinion in a dollar could buy not even a full Coke at Dodger stadium, but you get what I I'm know saying. It's a business and I know, you know, listen, obviously the, the it's, you can have 8 million counter arguments. It's, 
it's a business and these people are hired to make decisions for the team. But but I just feel like, you know, we're left. We're left to pick to up the To deal pieces. with it. And your dad's going to have morning issues. And my parents watch 180 Tampa Bay Rays fans games. They've been married like something like 47 years. The only thing they can talk about at this point is the Tampa Bay Rays. And have a happy and joyful conversation. So now David Price is shipped off and now they're just left to pick up the pieces. Left to pick up the pieces. Is anyone thinking about marrying Dick Foley? <laughs> is anyone thinking about, uh, you know, the people that live and die for John Lester? It's true. I'm just saying it's annoying. It's annoying. All right. Here's something funny and fun. I was, I went to the Jake. Now I know your husband's from Cleveland. Yes. I was in uh, and anybody listened to the podcast last week, we did a live sports without balls uh, from the gay games in Cleveland. And uh, I recorded it before I went to uh, Cleveland stadium, the Jake, uh, which I refuse to call it progressive field. So does my husband. Yeah. It's stupid. I'm never going to call it progressive field. Uh, and in the true spirit of, uh, uh, and I, I'm also uh, attempting, I don't know if it's going to ever happen to, to write a, a column about this, but um, I, I found a, a, a book in, in the Cleveland, uh, this little cute little like, you know, Cleveland uh, store that said, why is daddy sat on Sundays? Um, a coloring book of the 20th, 20 most disappointing moments in Cleveland sports. No. Oh my I'll God, I have stairs. to go buy I'll that. Sh- I'll show it no, to you. No, you have to let me take a picture. Because yeah. I, I tell everybody, you do not yeah. know what heartache is until yeah. you marry a Cleveland fan. Yeah. You don't know yeah. disappointment on level. Uh, truly, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'm a University of Kentucky fan. We only have one team. We have no professional sports teams in the state of Kentucky. We live and die in ble- blue. That's, yeah. Or if you live at Louisville, that's your fault. <laughs> a little, a little red in there. Just a, just a little a blood red. Just, a, just a skosh. So I did not know what it meant on yeah. the level that they have been let down. Yeah. Generationally. As a people, the chapters of the chapters of the book is like the fumble, <laughs> the the decision, the dro- like it was just like the helmet toss that like it it was so crazy. So I'm reading all this and I'm really immersing myself in like Cleveland sports. I go to the Jake, beautiful stadium. Right. I loved every minute of it. Had I not I loved had to bring me back stadium mustard. It's my husband's favorite thing, and you oh, can only get it in Cleveland. Oh my god, I didn't realize like, like about heroin. the mustard. It's heroin. I know. I took it all in. I loved every. I took it so much. I, I I had a hot dog. I haven't had a hot dog since something like 1998 in Yankee Stadium. No, because they were like, try this mustard, and I had a beer. It's the best mustard. I'm not ever. saying it went down smoothly, but <laughs> I I enjoyed every moment at the Jake in true Indians fashion. Top of the twelfth. Top of the twelfth. They're playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, I cannot stand the Aaron Arizona. I just made myself into Arizona. the Arizona Diamondbacks. But it's another story. I got into a screaming match with a Diamondbacks fan in the Burbank airport and had to be restrained and almost no. not let on the flight. I kid you not. Put a pin in that. I can't wait. Uh, I was screaming out at one point, your colors are turquoise and purple. It's not even a real stadium. You got a hot tub in center field. <laughs> he started it. He started it. Um, that being said, top of the 12th. <laughs> the top of the 12th. He was a dick. Anyway, the top of the 12, the Indians lose on an RBI single from a Diamondbacks player called Tuffy Goosewitch. Oh. Tuffy Goosewitch. If you injured. get beat by someone named Tuffy Goosewitch. <laughs> you deserve to lose. You t- I mean, it just felt like, oh, this is the end. Like, this is Cleveland. This is Cleveland. That's well said. It's, and it's. The constant disappointment of there, Cleveland. If your name is Duffy Goosewitch, you should either be a uh, a suspect in the game of Clue. <laughs> or working the cat skills. <laughs> or working three things. Working the cat skills, a suspect in the game of Clue, or, you, or my accountant. <laughs> like, that is it. That is it. But to get beat by a name, uh, uh, someone named Tuffy Goosewitch. Ooh, taking that one on the chin. That Tuffy was a hard one. Goddess. Tuffy Goosewitch. Tuffy Goddess. Yeah. So the oh Indians lost. But a great, a it's great a experience. Great city. And now they've got Manziel. I didn't watch Monday Night Football. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. It was a shit show. I, saw, I just I watched the, the highlights. I heard he flipped the bird. This is the greatest thing ever. Okay. Why people are shocked at this is hysterical. 
Big news. Hoyer gets picked as the starting quarterback and Manziel flips the bird. Sounds perfect. Sounds just like everyone thought was going to happen. Yeah. Manziel flips off the Redskins, which I actually didn't think was a big deal at all. I just, he's so ghetto. Yeah. He is so redneck and not in a positive way. Like, you yeah. know, I love that I just made rednecks positive, but we yeah. there's hillbilly and country and he is just he gives country redneck ass people a bad name manzel should not be starting no hoyer should be starting this is not this is a no-brainer of course of course he just he thinks he is lebron james i mean clearly the he, man pl- he didn't play well hoyer didn't play that well either but it's preseason this is why i do not watch preseason i'm so aggravated touch by, i'm like a crazy football fan it's my number one sport it's so stupid. You get like your favorite players for three reps, yep. and then you get people. You're like, "Has he ever played football before?" Yeah. I, oh, you're from lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like- you know what I mean? Be like, "Are you the cheerleader's brother? What is happening? <laughs> I, I'm not watching this garbage." I know it isn't even the farm team. It's like, who are these people? I just, JV. you know, I no, mean, I agree. It's touch. They don't. They hardly. It's baseball get. season right now. We don't need this pressure. We just want baseball. Listen, will I be excited on September, I think it's 8th, when my uh, Giants play the Detroit Lions on Monday Night Football? Oh, yes, I will. But not until How'd you feel about Strahan going in the Hall of Fame? Loved it. He's so great. Loved it. Uh, There's a little too much Strahan in my mornings, though. There's a lot of Strahan. It's like, is he the only, like, do we just, I love it. This is what I love. I do love that sports are becoming an integrated part of our daytime. Like yeah. if you like, they're easing in athletes. New but- new women's show on CBS, which we will crash. Oh. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's out in the trades. It's in CBS Sports. CBS Sports. No. They it needs us. It, yes, it needs. Well, it needs an injection of how people really, excuse me, really fucking talk about sports. Yeah, I don't want to sit there and hear you wax poetic because you have been on the sidelines since Christ was a child. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I, know. I want somebody that legitimately is passionate about what they're – I want opinions solidly. And I don't feel like, as a journalist, you get to play both sides. No. You, you either are around the horn or you play it down the middle. Yeah. And they have been known to play it down the middle. You know what I'm going to do? When I, uh, what I've always wanted to do, if I'm ever on the sidelines, I'm going to pull these guys over by their face masks and get right into their face. Love it. You should totally do that. Uh, you missed five slant patterns. Get it together. What are you thinking about? Your shoe deal tomorrow? I think about this game all week long. And you're just phoning it in. And Who you're screwing you it up. Ugh. Get out there. I also want them to uh, start fucking with the snap counts. How amazing would that be? That would be. That, that's just brown 59. Do you see dead people? Brown 57. Three, two, jazz hand snap. <laughs> just something. Mix it up. Or everybody starts using Omaha. Just uh, Omaha, the, Omaha, just Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. I mean, everyone would jump off sides if the quarterback screamed out, I see dead people. I'm just saying. I would not be mad at that. It would be amazing. Uh, WNBA, huge fan. Uh, playoff time. It's been an awesome season. I've gotten to see a lot more games this year, which I made it my point. I was like, I have to go see uh, the Lady Sparks. Okay, so the playoffs start. Now, listen. Let's say you're 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 just a fan of sports. You're listening to this podcast, and you're like, I don't watch women's basketball. Watch these playoff games, and you will become a fan. Here's one in particular team. Basically, there's two teams on the west side that are going to blow out any East Coast team. So Phoenix plays Los Angeles. Now, Phoenix is the number one team all around. They have Brittany Griner. They have Diana Taurasi. They have Penny Taylor. It's an amazing team. They're playing the Sparks. Obviously, uh, I live in L.A. now. I've got a little soft spark, uh, uh, soft spark for the Sparks. Soft Sparks, sure. Uh, so I'm going to be cheering for the Sparks, but uh, everyone is going to say Phoenix is going to take it. Phoenix plays the Sparks. San Antonio plays Minnesota. Now, San Antonio has Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond is going to be one of the new assistant coaches uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. How amazing is that? I have a Becky Hammond bobblehead doll no, you from don't. her time in the New York Liberty. That's awesome. Because I'm a huge Liberty fan. Uh, San Antonio plays Minnesota. Minnesota has Maya Moore. If you are not a women's basketball fan, tune in to watch Maya Moore. Maya Moore is going to go down in history as one of the greatest uh, female basketball players of all time. She literally could play in the NBA. She's that good. Really? Uh, Chicago, on the east side, Chicago plays Atlanta. Chicago has got Elena, uh, Elena Della Del Dunn. I can never pronounce her name right. Uh, didn't play most of the season because she had Lyme disease. Oh, Jesus. She's back on the court. 
they also have uh, Sylvia Fowles. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I've been a huge fan of her for a long time. Atlanta has a, a, a name, a, a lady, uh, has D'Souza, the, the one Brazilian. I spoke about, the Brazilian, who's amazing. They have uh, two, two women, Angela uh, McCautry, who's one of the best players of all time. And then they've got, uh, now I'm totally spacing, Shoni Schimmel. Wow. Shoni Schimmel. I love the name, by the way. The last two teams in the East, uh, Indiana Fever plays the Washington Mystics. Both great teams. Tamika Catchings plays for the Indiana Fever, one of my all-time favorite players. I'm telling you, if you're not a women's basketball fan, and if you are a women, just watch these ladies play. They all have amazing superstars, which leads us right into the feel-good moment of the week. Yes. Brittany Griner, star center for the Phoenix Mercury is the feel good play of the week because of her on the court and off the court week she just had. This woman, I really would actually let her get. She's 68207. Jeez lord. Last week, last Saturday when they clinched, I think they their their record is like one of the best records in the, in uh, playoffs, but she had a game. Uh this is why she's the feel good moment of the week as well. She scored 19 points, 8 of 13 shooting. Jesus. Uh, they tied the WNBA record for 28 wins. She's averaging, yeah, she's amazing. She's, she's on fire. And she was under so much scrutiny. She's a number one pick last year. Didn't have the best rookie season. Uh, plays in China in the off season, And now she's like literally come alive. And she's amazing. She's kicking so much ass. It's unbelievable. Wow. Let's, now, let's talk about her personal life. So, um, she's, you know, when we fall in love, we get excited. Get excited. Get jazzy. You're like, I just want to be spending all my time with you. You're, yes. You're, you're, you're just my jam. You are my jam. And then you want to take to Instagram and let everybody know that you had a couple cocktails, <laughs> allegedly, and thought it'd be a good time to propose. Gloria Johnson, who is an amazing player for the Tulsa Shock. Okay, so first of all, you're in an LDR. Let's call this a long-distance relationship with another athlete. You never marry exactly what you do. Marry on the bubble. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you can't marry your exact equal. you got to marry the bubble. Yeah. So you've got another star athlete in your house. Yeah. She clearly is an amazing player as well. Yeah. And they've been together two months. Two months they're engaged. Brittany Griner, feel-good moment of the week, enga engaged to another amazing basketball player, but two months. Now, gay, straight, purple, zebras on the plains. Two months of anything. <laughs> Not of course, enough time. Well, of course it's magical. It's so magical the first two months. And you're in a long-distance relationship and you travel for your jobs. Brittany, stop it. Just just take a step back. I'm just saying slow your roll a little bit. Grab a B coffee. Griner. Take a, take a, like a 10-day vacation. Am I happy? I'm thrilled for them. Thrilled. Thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. Share shampoo but first. See see if she um, doesn't <laughs> like leave her dishes in the sink. Yeah. You don't know all these. You don't know how she puts toilet paper on the roll. Oh. Brittany, you've got to learn this. Yeah. Because this looks like it's going to end badly. I, I hope it's not, but I don't see I don't mm -hmm. see this one setting off into the sunset. No, I see it setting off just like the movie set it off. <laughs> uh -huh. But two months. I just I just feel like we've all gone through two monsters. Two, two monsters? Do you know how many through times in my life I thought, God, I could spend the rest of my life with you. Anything Until under, week nine. Unt un you have to make it through <laughs> 90 days. 90 days. The 90-day period. That's Once why there's 90-day warranties. Exactly. Because everything, no one can keep it the F together. No one. Longer than 90. I don't care who you, you are. You hit day 70, day, eight, day 80, your colors are coming yeah. out. It's starting to start to crack. Yeah. You know, you're starting to, the walls are thinning. Day 91. Mm. Stand back, bitch. I'm just saying, maybe the ring comes back on Boom. day 91. I'm telling you, we're going to watch that blow up on TMZ. It'll be, <laughs> It'll be better than Hope Solo and her redneck ass. Oh, I'm telling you oh, right now. man. Hope Solo. Bad Hope. behavior. And better PR, because we've heard shit about her. No, just fell out of the wayside. Just Anybody? fell out. Just, just fell out. Been, can't hear it. The feel-good moment of the week is the fact is, is uh, they're out and proud and no one really cares and it, everyone's super excited. That's the feel-good moment of the week. The feel-good moment of the week is that uh, they're in the playoffs and they're, they're hopefully uh, they're gonna. It would be a great team to watch the championship. Do you propose after two months? Oh, I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't 
they're precious. So cute. They're, they're the beautiful. cutest couple. Beautiful ladies. They're gorgeous. I'm sitting here going, listen, boo. Um, it's real cute to be snuggled up on her when you don't know if I'm she. I'm just saying, is yeah. that going to be the Instagram picture in, a, in six to nine months? No, it's well, not. I don't know. Don't I don't so. know. I don't think so. But we wish them well. All the best. All the best. Let us Brittany know where you're registered. I mean, they would be like the best, like, like tandem for like a pickup game. She's like, hold on, let me uh, tap in my wife. And then we're like, oh, my God, uh-huh. you're going down. You're going down. Way down. Monet Davis, pitch your little heart out. We will be watching. We're so excited for you, girl. So exciting. Jay-Z, how about you don't uh, give away my, my second basements? Clean house with other people. And you know Jay-Z. what? When you roll over and you see Beyonce, thank your lucky stars. Amen. I will. I will. I will. I will. I will, oh, mm, I will take away his Yankee cap. I will take away your Yankee cap, Jay-Z. You're on Yankee probation. That's what I would say if I woke up every day with Beyonce. You you would hope that's what happens. I can't stop with these ridiculous, oh, God, one more fact check. The fax is coming in. (laughs) All right, this is really silly. I'm so overtired. I apologize. Good luck with the Dodgers. Thanks, babe. I'll go help them out tonight. I'm a new Cleveland Indian, Cleveland everything fan. My husband's going to be thrilled. Uh, I will loan him the coloring book of disappointing moments in Cleveland I can't sports wait history. To take a of that. World out there, sports without balls fans. Uh, thank you so much uh, to Trish Sir for dropping by and dropping the knowledge and uh, making me laugh. Thanks, babe. You're the best. Right Leslie Roberts, thank you so Leslie's much. Leslie's a rock star. To Leslie Roberts. That was just one of the best. One of the best fact-checking experiences of my life. That's why she got a little overzealous. Did you notice how many facts she was all of a sudden? She's never asked for this many facts. No, because ever. Carol. I mean, she's usually, you know, head she's got a... Head first She is head first. And she, a couple weeks ago, she did an entire... Uh, she filled the entire tub with gin and just went for it. I'm so sad I wasn't here. She just was like... I was like, hey, can you fact-check? She's like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus, get your head out of the gin bowl. Sports with all balls fans have the best week of your life. Ever.